Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before we watch David Cameron squirm, sorry, Lord Cameron, who's moved on from his previous vocation of wrecking Britain to making a comeback as Foreign Secretary, let's just be very clear here. The British government knows that Israel is in violation, serious violation, of international humanitarian law and the legal norms that govern the conduct of warfare. How do we know this? Because, for a start, the violations are so rampant and egregious and, frankly, boasted about publicly, repeatedly, in fact, by Israeli leaders, army officers, you name it. Indeed, the British government, more to the point, has top lawyers who clearly can tell politicians what the legal position is. So what we're going to watch here is a lot of squirming, obfuscation, muddying of waters, pretend stupidity and hammed-up forgetfulness. This shouldn't be treated as an endearing Hugh Grant-style carnival of posh Britishness. Oh, golly gosh, I haven't the faintest of these constitute war crimes. Silly on me. I feel awfully sorry about that. Really, I do. It should be treated as a confession because Britain is facilitating what it must know to be war crimes and from which David Cameron's performance, we can clearly tell it knows to be the case. Now, Lord Cameron had to attend a session of the House of Commons Foreign Affairs Select Committee that's chaired by the Conservative MP Alicia Kearns, who's done a pretty good job, I would say, at scrutinising the onslaught against Gaza. Not often you hear me praising a Tory, let's be honest, it is all relative, but needs must, and she's certainly done a lot better than the leader of the opposition, who initially backed the war crimes of cutting off water and energy to a civilian population. Speaking of water, let's just begin with Brendan O'Hara. He's the SMP MP for Argyle and Boots, and he had some generally generally excellent questions about this. About two or three minutes ago, in answer uh, a reply to the chair, you said, and I quote, one of the things we'd like the Israelis to do is switch the water back on. Now, that says that they turned it off. It says that you recognise they have the power to turn it on. Therefore, isn't turning water off and having the ability to turn it back on, but choosing not to. Isn't that a breach of international humanitarian law? It's just something they ought to do, in my no, opinion. No, I'm, uh, of course they should do it. Every human being would say, yeah. you don't cut people's water supply off. But I'm asking you and your position as Foreign Secretary, well, I don't, around I the mean, point of international humanitarian yeah. law, if Israel have the power to turn the water back on that they turned off, surely that is a... Flagrant breach of international humanitarian law. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. My, my view is they ought to switch it on because uh, the north of Gaza, the conflict is now effectively over there. And so getting more water and power into northern Gaza would be a very good thing to do. You don't have to be a lawyer to make a judgment about that. You just have to be a human being. Forgive me, Sir Philip. Under international obligations, do occupying powers have an obligation to provide access to water, yes or no? You're, you're asking me a technical Sir legal Philip, question. Sir Philip, I, I'm really, forgive me, you and I have played this dance enough times. We all know that under international law, there is an obligation for occupying powers to provide water. You're asking me a technical question about occupying powers uh, and what their obligations are in international law. I imagine you're correct, Chair, but I'm, I'm also not a, uh, not a lie. I also just would point out, I Philip, don't... Just, just bear in mind, we want to have 
we've come to such a good place working with you because we have the confidence that you do know these details and that's what your colleagues say you know that it's not that you presume i'm correct that is the duty on an occupying power yeah so yes. yeah i think that i think that is right um so 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 yes but i would also add that when answering your questions earlier about occupying uh, occupy, occupation. Yeah, I'm not asking you to apply it to Israel. The facts are, though, that they are required to. OK, well, this is an obvious one, isn't it? Lord Cameron and his civil servant are snookered there. Brendan O'Hara notes Lord Cameron has said Britain would like Israel to turn the water back on. Ergo, Israel turned it off. Ergo, Israel have the power to turn it back on. Ergo, Israel are choosing not to do so. Ergo, a lot of ergos, Israel is deliberately depriving a civilian population of one of the basic necessities of life. There we go. Straightforward violation of international law, which David Cameron's accidentally admitted to on behalf of Israel, both in terms of collective punishment, that's Article 33 of the Geneva Convention, if we're going to go all technical about it, and in terms of the legal obligations as set out of an occupying power. Now, David Cameron, Lord Cameron, here tries to swerve this obvious basic fact by trying to make it a mere question of humanity. Now, the one quibble I'd have with O'Hara's otherwise excellent line of questioning is he responds to Cameron's attempt to derail um, these questions by saying every human being would say we shouldn't cut off water. Well, alas, those cutting off water to civilians are human beings. An important point to make because it can sometimes be easy to forget those responsible for abominable atrocities are fellow human beings. Alas, they are. Instead, David Cameron also falls back on it. Oh no, I'm not a lawyer. Hold on, mate. I don't want to sound too pointed here, but you are Foreign Secretary. I think you need a working understanding of the basic fundamentals of international law to do your job. I'm not a lawyer either. I'm just some journalist. I'm not the Foreign Secretary, more to the point. I don't have a massive team of lawyers at my disposal either. Google, as it turns out, is actually sufficient. Is he really saying that little or me here knows more about international law than him? If so, does he want to swap jobs? And then it really does descend into farce when Sir Philip Barton, that guy, by the way, is the top civil servant at the Foreign Office, in response to Alicia Kearns rightly making clear that under international obligations, occupying powers have an obligation to provide access to water, he goes on and babbles about it being a technical question, a really pathetic attempt to avoid being quoted on the record as agreeing that this is indeed international law, because it would therefore logically follow that he has conceded Israel is in violation of international law. So he falls on back on this passive-aggressive sounding, oh, I imagine you're correct. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's why Alicia Kearns is quite correct to take on this willfully slippery performance. It's clear from this 
performance that the British government knows Israel stands in violation of international law. So if David Cameron can just insult everyone's intelligence by pretending he doesn't know international law because he's not a lawyer, he's only the foreign secretary, the obvious question which then follows is the legal advice he has received from actual lawyers. And, and just Lord Cameron, just to clarify, so you have received no advice at any point from any government lawyer that states that Israel is in breach of international humanitarian law. That's not what I said. No, that's what I'm asking you to clarify. Yes, well, I'm, I'm going to give exactly the same answer all over again, um, uh, which is what my role is, right? I'm not interested in the role, I'm interested in the legal advice you've received. Yes, well, the legal advice I've received is consistent with the fact that we have not changed our export it's um, not about arms exports. It's about international humanitarian law being upheld when it comes to aid, when it comes to way in which airstrikes have been prosecuted, everything else. We're one question on arms exports. We've, we've moved from them in um, any realm, in any respect. So you've never had a piece of paper put in front of you by a foreign office lawyer that says that Israel is in breach of its international humanitarian commitments under international humanitarian law. Um, look, I, 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 the reason for not answering this question, I can't recall every single bit of paper that's been put in front of me. Slippery so-and-so, isn't he? Now, Lord Cameron can clearly piss around here, but it doesn't mean we have to, does it? He's clearly received advice that Israel is in breach of international humanitarian law. You can tell that by his transparent attempts to avoid answering the question by making irrelevant points about his role. As for, I can't recall every bit of paper put in front of me. Well, probably not, but I would imagine he's capable of distinguishing between the relative importance of various bits of paper. If I was the foreign secretary of a government openly backing the military onslaught of a foreign power, I think I'd probably pay a little bit of attention to bits of paper setting out the formal legal position. Don't you? Also, he says this separately in his testimony. We have to check regularly whether that is in compliance with international humanitarian law and assess that. We have to check regularly whether that's in compliance with international humanitarian law and assess that. Okay, so you probably are reading those bits of paper then, aren't you? So what do they say, Lord Cameron? Now, finally, and this really is just, well, wretched, really. And it does speak for itself. He's asked about that interview with the Israeli ambassador to the UK, Zippy Hotabelli, who makes it clear in that interview she sees no other option than the total destruction of Gaza. And he's asked about whether that is the official position of the Israeli government. What assessment have you made of the Israeli ambassador's claim that every school, mosque and every second house in Gaza has access to tunnels and ammunition? Now, she said that in a television interview and when pressed on whether that means the complete destruction of Gaza by Israel, she replied, and I quote, do you have another solution? So in your opinion, was she freelancing when she was speaking to that television interviewer? Or was she speaking for the Israeli government? I, I don't um, agree with that approach. Um, look, if you're asking me... No, I'm I, not asking you about the approach. I'm asking yeah. you about, do you think she was speaking for the Israeli know. government I, I, or was I, she freelancing? I, I don't know. Where to begin? Where to begin? Firstly, note how Lord Cameron described Zippy Hotavelli's comments as an approach. Well, that's one way to describe genocide, isn't it? And yes, backing the total destruction of Gaza is clearly genocidal in intent. I don't think we need to faff around here. But his answer as to whether it's the official position of the Israeli government, I don't know. I don't know. 
look, maybe I'm unreasonable. Maybe I'm asking for the moon on a stick here. But I kind of feel the Foreign Secretary of the UK backing a foreign power engaged in a massive military onslaught should have a rather better answer to is that power intent on the total destruction of the territory it's invading than I don't know. Seems maybe like that's something worth checking out, getting a little bit of clarity on. Maybe give them a ring. They've already severely damaged or destroyed 70% of Gaza's housing stock, so it doesn't seem, does it, like a far-fetched war aim. Look, this whole farce of a hearing, it is a farce, is deeply revealing. Lord Cameron has long revealed himself to be a slick communicator who excels in deflection and general slipperiness. That's his one major skill, I'd argue, unless you consider inflicting catastrophic damage on the social fabric of a nation as a skill, and he put that skill into clear operation here. But it's very obvious from this performance that Lord Cameron knows Israel is in flagrant violation of international law. It's abundantly clear the British government knows Israel is in flagrant violation of international law. It is rare that a country has not only been so screamingly in violation of international law, but has also repeatedly jumped up and down and broadcasting to the world full of pride, as it turns out, that it is in violation of international law. Now, history will damn, it will damn Israel's rulers for what they have done. I have very little doubt about that. But when they look back at the footage of parliamentary sessions like this, of statements issued by powers backing this great crime, they will damn those who are complicit in one of the great horrors of our age. Please like and subscribe. Do keep the show on the road on patreon.com forward slash average 84. We've got so many interviews to come and videos about what's actually happening, not least on South Africa's genocide case at the International Court of Justice this week. So stay tuned for that and I'll speak to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.